Hi, I'm Jonathan. I'm Drew. I'm Greg. And I'm William. And we are Outspoken. Hello, everybody. You're listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 881 and 92.3 FM, and you're listening to Outspoken. I'm Yay, like we just said. Yeah. How's, is everybody excited because that's new? Yes. That right. is, that's the first time I've actually heard that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same here. But I, I love it. I think it sounds great. And so that yeah. new song, that's, every time you hear that, you'll be like, that's, that's Outspoken. And I just have to give props to Austin, and, and I'm a horrible person because I don't remember Austin's last name, but he's a sound guy who gave some, volunteered some hours here. We were sent an email, like jumped on it, like I think it was 30 minutes after the email was sent. I'm like, hey, what do you have? When can you do? And I met with the sound guy on a Wednesday night, and and that poor child is all <laughs> I have to say. He, we're a community radio station, so we, you know, we don't have the high equipment. You know, we don't have the money to go buy that. And so he's sitting there for the first hour. We tried to figure out how to work the equipment, <laughs> and the second hour we threw threw it together. So, and maybe for some of our listeners, uh, you know, there's a reason why we had to change our intro. There is. Jonathan, you want to kind of introduce? Yes. Okay. So there's two types of licenses out there when it comes to paying royalties, because, of course, we we respect the artists that we play on the air. Um, So when you're doing that, there's one royalty that you pay as a blanket that so you can play songs on the air and then you pay ASCAP or BMI. Uh, people that own, own royalties like that. And then you pay an extra, extra hefty fee if you want it to be in a recording, which means people can play it at any time, which is a lot of times why you'll see an SNL rerun that doesn't have the artists in it. They don't have them singing the songs because that costs a lot of money to have it being able to play it a lot. So that's why when you listen to us after the fact, you go to our website, you listen to our podcast, you see that we'll talk about a song and then you don't hear it and we just go right back in the conversation. And the beginning is trimmed out because we can't pay the recording royalties for that. So what we did was find some royalty-free music that uh, is kind of catchy and then throw us talking over it. And now that can go on our new podcasts that are going to be live on iTunes and Stitcher um, in the next week. And really, the only thing you really I need is us talking. I mean, yes. the music <laughs> is kind of wow, He's actually sharing. <laughs> That's a moment of him sharing. Uh, right? I was totally was, waiting for you to be. What? I was waiting for the moment where you were going to say your voice. Right. More, more or, me, less us. Um, his yes, golden yeah, exactly. voice. <laughs> See, because Greg missed Even last Greg week, so. wants me to speak oh, more. Okay. I mean, okay. really. Okay, this so is what happens when Greg is go. gone. I, I was sick last week. I couldn't yes. come in, unfortunately. And I, but I got the chance to, I was telling these guys to listen from the audience point of view, and it was really interesting. Uh, but there are so many times where I wanted to reach through the radio and strangle. <laughs> and give me William. a nice, gigantic hug. Oh, yes. Around the throat <laughs> with my hands <laughs> yeah but there's also times where i wanted to speak up on a couple of things and and items and such or, or subjects but i wasn't right. able to at the moment so <laughs> right well and you know this is exciting i love that you know it's always nice for us to listen after the fact because we get a, a different perspective but also um due to things like that and because we're now two hours and because we're doing some exciting things in the future um format of the show is changing that theme song although we'll we'll basically stay mostly the same we will be tweaking it um because now we're changing a lot of things we're starting segments 
Segments are going to come up in our future. We're going, like I said, up on iTunes. You can find us on iTunes and on Stitcher in the future. Um, lots of things. The format you hear say a lot on this show. Oh, this week's is this show. This week is this person's show. Um, and now we're unifying, and this week is everybody's show. Someone will kind of uh, guide the conversation, but uh, we want to make sure it's a united front for everybody who's listening out there as well. So listen a lot more as we change a lot more things. So you know? sadly, yeah. there will no... Will no longer be a great show every well, <laughs> how, how long do every I come on four every shows every yeah, shows yeah. once a month <laughs> so sadly we'll just be a generally kind of okay show <laughs> especially you, when they let me speak a lot you, then it'll you, get a little bit better you advertise us so well <laughs> yeah, it, it goes back to those moments I explained to Will there there's those moments in my head where it gets really quiet and I imagine myself reaching across the studio and strangling him and then all of a sudden coming back to reality like, you know waking up like oh great I can't do that oh was that a daydream what <laughs> What's going on? I just kind of tune it out. Right. I start thinking about, like, breakfast and other things. (laughs) Breakfast sounds good. He is distracted by his reflection in the computer. Yeah. (laughs) And because I like to surprise you boys live on the air. Just, you know. Drew, when when you're as good looking as we are, you know, it's easy to get distracted. We don't know why they put us on a radio. We should be on TV. (laughs) See, I get the same look from Will right now that I give him. I would just like well, to remind you, I have your mute button right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put him on the boards. What? No, because I like to surprise you guys on the air because it's fun to have, you know, Greg loves surprises because it's not anxiety driven at all. I have no idea no, what you're talking but about. You know, <laughs> but I also want to say thank you so much um, to a lovely photographer in Wenatchee, Washington. Um, you guys can see more of our lovely faces this spring because we just got someone donate their time and everything to give us a photo shoot. That's right. Yeah. So another surprise, right? <laughs> so we're, we're going to Wenatchee. Right? It is going we're to Wenatchee. Yeah, we're, we're going to Wenatchee. That was our that was our goal. She's like, I would love to do this now. I don't want to drive there. Will you come to me? But if she's doing it for free, does I'm like, mean, we're there. Does this mean I get to meet your mother? I'm not letting you meet my mother. <laughs> <laughs> we're meeting Jonathan's mother. Yes, you will meet my mom. Okay. She, that should be traumatizing for her, but she'll, you'll be great. We well, should you'll stop be in the Tri-Cities along the way. I know. I have lots of friends in the Tri-Cities. So do I. Me and Drew are just going to hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing, and I want everyone to know out there, she's really good at Photoshop. So <laughs> Yes. Her name that is, is why by, the way, her. by the way, her name is Chris. Chris Rings Rude, I forgot to say her name, but she's the lovely photographer. That's this spring, though, so you have to keep watching and watch the website, and you can look forward to that. So we'll let out a calendar, happy. an outspoken calendar. <laughs> yes. We'll keep my shirts on, though. <laughs> Not that kind of calendar. <laughs> I sold this away again. I just don't want you to have those. Okay, sorry. I just had to say. I'm excited about today's show. I'm some really super excited, exciting topics, and it's going to be good. And I haven't gotten to do the two-hour thing yet, so I'm really excited I about know. that. Too. So Greg will be sleeping by the second. <laughs> He's like, "This is so long." Yeah. <laughs> okay, before we break into the dish and everything, we should talk about uh, our friend Nancy. We Nancy love. She was our first guest. Has we love Nancy. a um, her and Irv's Bar are putting on a dating auction this Friday on Valentine's Day. Starting at seven thirty. Yes, and all the proceeds go to Pride, so which is great. So is it isn't it an association with Outspokane then? Because um, I know they put out Pride, putting it on usually every year, mm. but this year they're not putting it on. So oh, Nancy really? and Irv's are actually putting it on this year. Putting on Pride? No, putting on just this. Oh, event. This. okay, got it. I know that well, Outspokane does Pride, but they're okay, not doing. Cool. This well, it's nice of them year. to give the money to Pride to so, you know to make Pride which awesome. Nancy's great with social networks and dating, uh, yeah. dating and just all that stuff. Bit. So she. She put this on. I have a bunch of friends doing it. 
I'm working, but I'm hoping to make it down to at least the end of this. It's, it should be super fun. Uh, so it's on Friday? It's on Friday. Uh, it's at on what time Valentine's again? Day. 7.30. Valentine's Day, yeah. Ooh. Now, is it on Irv's website? Uh, I don't know about that. It's on Nancy's Facebook. It is on Nancy's Facebook. It, it has pictures of the dates you can bid on. Yes. If so. you're in Spokane, you most likely have Nancy on your Facebook anyway. So, <laughs> so just go to Nancy's the page. The are gay and straight. There are both. Yes. I say one of my favorite bartenders is one of the candidates. They have some good bartenders. Can I just say, what if a gay guy nope. purchases the date of the straight guy? Is he cool? I think so. Yeah, I would say everybody there's like actually I think there's there's two or three I mean, bartenders. Obviously this is I mean, don't get me wrong, this is a G rated date, but I mean, you know, some strike guys are like, um, I'm not taking you on a date. So my my question is, can we volunteer people? <laughs> no. The volunteer people? I, I heard that dating is the dating uh extravaganza is closed. Yeah. So really? It's done, yes. Yeah, there's yeah, it's over. It's oh, over. There's there's I think <laughs> there's nine or ten candidates, I believe. That's amazing. Oh. I know. Greg oh, was no. really wanting a I date. No. Have <laughs> you talked to Parker? Yes. Half, half the people are my friends, and they're all very excited That's and nervous. funny. They all look great, and I think it's for a great cause, and what a fun thing to do to raise money for another great event for us that I look forward to every year, which is Pride, which we will, of course, have a lot of a lot of uh, opinions to share about Pride as we get closer. And uh, we'll this talk to people from out Spokane. Um, Basically, what that was is he saw me beginning to open my mouth, and he's like, I'm going to cut him off before he starts. I'm like to say that William has a lot of opinions about Pride, but that's going to be an exciting show, and we'll have a guest from Outspoken. My opinions are so well thought and smart. They are well thought, and I don't know about They just never stop. (laughs) Exactly. I was going to say, I was really excited about the show, and then Greg shut up. (laughs) Two minutes before. (laughs) I'm not going to say he didn't have his panic. I'm like, like, let's have faith in Greg, and it Five till I'm like, are you coming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all control freaks here. No. Every single Type one of Type A us. personalities. It's great. Perfect. So, I love it. Time to break into the dish. It's the dish ten. Yes. Uh, first yeah. off, the Disney Channel. We, should, we need to sample that. Of all places. <laughs> the Disney Channel, right? Posted, this was all over the news. They, in their, uh, one of their sitcoms, Good Luck Charlie... They featured their first same-sex couple, a lesbian couple, as parents of a kid that they had over for a playdate. Right. And Charlie is the main little girl, right? She is, yeah. And they... It was kind of clever how they did it, because the dad had met one of them, and the mom had met one of them. And they were like, oh, I met blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, I'm pretty sure her name is this. (laughs) And (laughs) then they open the door, and both moms are there, and... They let I the think kids go. I think it's amazing, although there is a group of moms that did not think it was amazing. One million of them, to be exact. Right. Okay. Well, uh, okay. 50,000 of 50, them, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> if you're rounding up. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking one million is a meta. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's true. Yeah, they're up in arms. But, you know, when aren't they up in arms anymore? They've, um, they've been mad Protesting. Everything. And what was it I was reading? Okay, so they said... Uh, they accused Disney of deciding to be politically correct instead of providing family-friendly programming and pushed for conservative families to urge Disney to avoid controversial topics that children are far too young to comprehend. But the article we were all reading, I have to give props to the author of the article because they make a good point. What about the millions of children of same-sex couples that live in this country? You're totally excluding them and acting like they don't count. Please. Uh, I have a lot of opinions about this. This actually got me a little bit of an uproar. Right. Um, but, A, 
for Disney, a for Disney to bring this on. I mean, this is educating our mm-hmm. our future. I love know? that they did that, and it's mm-hmm. yes, I think it's awesome. I'm really really super excited about it. Um, for these, you know, one million moms to and that's the quote that I had to as well is uh, uh, urge Disney to avoid controversial topics. The children hmm. are too are too young to comprehend. Are, right. are you kidding me? Are you too young to comprehend? Again, it comes back to those children yeah. who do have same sex mom and dads. Um, and how dare you try to teach those children yeah. that something is wrong with their parents? That's my that's my this, my concern is what are these one million moms telling their kids yeah. and what are they going to tell their children? I well, mean, exactly. this is the thing: kids don't see that as wrong initially. Like kids don't see color, kids don't see well. Prejudice is not born into you. We no, learn prejudice. We learn that. This is this is honestly my issue with this. Okay, okay it's a, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing that this happened. Here we go to Disney. Right. Basically, all they had was a gay couple on. They just, you know, a yeah, couple minutes at the front door. DLC. So basically, all they did was acknowledge that we exist. But it's yeah, that's still... essentially all Disney did, and it's and yet it's yay mil- for them doing it. But why is a million is one million are moms they freaking out? They're freaking out because Disney uh, acknowledged that we're out there. Right? Like oh, you have to pretend that those people don't exist. We should be more like Russia. Because... <laughs> Because okay. exactly, because exactly. Thing is, they walk. Okay, it's because, uh, for example, my neighbors. Okay, they have young children, and those children are going to their parents and saying, "Uh, Greg and Parker." <laughs> you yeah, know, that's yeah. not. You know, and they have to explain it to them. And for parents like who I live around, they're very much like very supportive, and they're very well. That's just like me and mo- your, your mom and dad. You know, they live together, they love each other. You know, and so these one million moms are throwing a fit because they have to. I don't know. Disney is allowing children to use this as a as bringing as, as natural. It's natural for yeah. there to be well, same sex. Well, here's the deal. In art, what is the purpose of art? Art is to lift up a mirror to society and say this is what you look like. So by ignoring that there are same sex couples with children out there, you're asking for a, a TV station that sh- is there showing shows that mimic life to say please be a 1950s TV show and let's not look at reality because my children can't deal with reality. There's going to come a day when those one million moms' children grow up and they're going to have to make decisions on their own and for themselves. And not all of them are going to do things that their moms agree with. Uh, my favorite line, I think actually the article stated, let's wait for those million mo- one million moms to have gay children. Yeah, yes. those children oh, will yeah. educate Hopefully them. they'll I mean, have a couple thousand yeah. gay kids it's that coming, can show sister. them the way. Well, <laughs> yes, and at the same time, I pray for those poor kids that they're strong enough. <laughs> You know, because it's hard when you grow up in a in a family where your parents do not, they look at you, we talked uh, last week with Sergey Grinkin, when they look at you as if you have a sickness, what a horrible burden to take with you, you know, so part of me wishes that they'll have gay children so it'll teach them, and part of me worries for those gay children because they have parents like I just that. hope that they have enough open-mindedness in them to actually learn, and if they have a gay kid, to be able to open their minds and actually use that to grow from it. Right. And to not just sit there and do what some people do, which is, again, just pretend like their gay kid doesn't exist. Yeah. And it gets, you know, a lot of people the way sometimes that people can react when they're in that headspace is they talk to their kids and they never acknowledge. And yeah. they never, you know, uh, Jonathan said a couple weeks ago that, you know, the way that his family has kind of dealt with it is that you just don't talk about certain stuff. We don't talk about unpleasantries. Yeah. And We're very southern that way. That can be that can be really hard for the kid because you're basically okay. I want to know this about you, but I don't want any of this. 
and I'll, I'll accept this, but I won't accept that. So you're basically picking and choosing what parts of their personalities and lives mm-hmm. that you think are acceptable and that you, you choose to allow to and be ex- there. Accepted or not, that's, uh, sorry, someone's se- uh, sexual preference is a big part of their lives. Yeah, it's a I big hate pe- that word. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I hate really? the word preference. Sexual orientation is better orientation. than preference. Yeah, right. Because yeah, you yeah. prefer, okay. I prefer men. I could take women like for men. Yeah, but if you're me, okay. there's no, uh, I no. couldn't take, I love you women and we can be friends, yeah. but that's all I got yeah. for you. See, I, so. I tell myself, so I am a true gay because I have never, uh, well, let's get into a whole other subject. Gold, but, gold but, star. Yeah, yeah. The gold you, star. You, if you're listening, gold, you'll you know. Because I had this discussion with a friend last night, and I was like, oh, I'm a gold star. And he's like, oh, no, I'm a platinum. He's like, I'm a C-section. Like, Oh, wow. Oh, my yeah. God. He's like, platinum. That's I hilarious. Thought, I've never that, heard that before. All I'm going to say is I might now. be tarnished. Yeah, right? That I'm is just really funny. Say, this conversation <laughs> is taking a tangent. <laughs> back on track. Willis Horton. Okay. Plug in his ears. Right. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Okay, the biggest... Okay, the thing that's even more upsetting about this to me is that the five-year-old actress in this show is receiving, like, mass death threats. Like, I can't even say, like, the things that are being said. And LAPD has a photo of the five-year-old's head covered by a bloody fist. I know I heard about that. Part of me says, um, there are crazy people out there, and they always latch on to people who are in public public, uh, view. Um, And part of me doesn't even want to give it credence to even talk about it because it makes me sick that it's, people are out there doing that it's horrible and honestly it, it's kind of it goes into the territory of a mass or a person who kills people and he does it because he wants the attention yeah when yeah. you give them the attention that's mm-hmm. what they're after. Exactly. They're trying to show you shocking images, and they're trying to right. latch on. Because I think there's a difference between the. I have to give this. If there's a difference between the million moms who think that they're fighting for a belief system or whatever, and then this crazy man. And there are. It is two different worlds uh, to me. So I don't know. Yeah, but I hate that. Ugh, yeah. That article is even harder. I don't read. know if it's that shocking to me. It's just ridiculous. It is That's ridiculous. What it, is. it is definitely ridiculous. Not a fan. I choose not to. Hated I, I it. Think that, and you'll you'll learn a little bit. I can be myself a little bit on the simple side, and I avoid. <laughs> I oh, avoid okay, this I is being recorded, that. right? That's going in our intro. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like when well, we talk about my community and my neighborhood. You know this and that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's something else. We're going to get into another topic that I ran across a statement that someone put online, and it blew me blew me away. Yeah. And I was so offended, and I just can't look at that stuff Where? because I get. I get so it's emotional hard. about it. Well, it's and you're disgusting. so personally connected. It's yeah. not that thick skin they always tell you have to have if you're going to be in public, uh, you know, even on a radio station. is still hard to have sometimes because it's such a personal issue. It's not. I don't blame you. Some we Actually, William and I talked about that last week. It is difficult. Sometimes you do it and it ruins your mood and then it takes you down. So you can only like do it in sections sometimes, especially if we're researching a show that's kind of not going to be exactly fun. Yeah. yeah. You have to do it in little increments. Otherwise, it just, ugh, it's, it Mike just makes you my, uh He goes through, and anything I'm about to watch, he'll watch it first. Like, if it's <laughs> anything like that. And if it's something that's going to ruin my mood, he won't let me watch it, because then I take it out on him. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it brings just, up, actually, it brings up a good point. You know, we last last week's show was on Sochi. We had probably the most conversations going on after that show than we've had for any other show. Yeah, we did. And... It it kept happening all week. We posted on our website that video that they that is in um, Russia showing some of the treatment. It is one of the most difficult videos I've ever I've ever watched. It's a little over four minutes, and it is 
heartbreaking and terrifying and horrible. And um, we put it up on our site, and it caused some controversy with some people. And some people then came up and said, how can you – you have to support – you have to support the athletes. And I said, watch this video and tell me that you would choose an athlete over a human life because this is really what's happening in Russia. And how can you not look at that? Now, I agree. We all have our own opinions. But that video was so disturbing that I don't know how I would I would stand up for those people ten times because those athletes are getting paid. Those athletes get, get paid bonuses if they medal. That's their decision to go. But these other people who are being beaten or they have this one man who they ask him, do you want to die? And he, all the man can say is, I guess that's my fate. Basically, he's just knowing this guy's going to kill him for being gay. I will stand up for him one bazillion times more times than I care about because there's a difference. And that video alone says, guys, it's time to get off the couch and stop being numb. This is happening. If it was you, what would you say? In the end, to me, what they're doing, and this is my personal opinion, when you say, oh, you have to support our athletes, Mm -hmm. they're essentially putting American pride over the lives of humans. They are. They're saying, oh, you got to support them because if they win, then that brings good things to America. No, you're basically putting your pride over human life, and I won't do that. And hindsight is twenty twenty. If you knew what Nazi Germany was going to do to millions of Jews and homosexuals by killing them, would you, and you know that now, would you have supported the 1936 Olympics when Hitler was already in power, we already had heard rumors, and then everything happened? Would you go back now and support Nazi Germany at those Olympics, if you knew what you know now, we are seeing the same things happening in Russia. So, I mean, I just, I do see parallel between the two. You weren't here last week, Mm-mm, so you didn't here. get a chance to weigh in at all. Yeah. I don't know if I want to now we're just hearing it. I'm watching how passionate you are about this. It was, quite, and, it was uh, quite a show. I, it, it definitely was. Okay. And I know that I, I, with all the passion you have behind You're it. You're close to him, Jonathan. Uh, yeah. so I'm expecting you to I get know. prepared. <laughs> no, he has a right to an uh, opinion, and that's that's what I'm excited about. I, again, I'm someone who I, I try to stay positive in every part part of my life, and that's how I'm a very emotional person. Mm-hmm. I have to stay positive. I look at the good in things, the mm-hmm. good in people. Okay, right. obviously, I'm I, I'm a realist. I understand what's going on out there. But I'm also someone that also wants to be able to recognize the progress, progression, 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 progression that we're making here in America. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I am one of those people, it, you know, I, 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 it's a dilemma for me whether I watch the Olympics and I do that, you know, and I stand up for mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, but then again, I'm so proud of America. I'm so proud of America. And yes, there are places, you know, I watched, uh, and this goes into kind of some homework we did about the propaganda, you know, mm-hmm. that we looked upon. Um, but I guess my thing is, is I see that there's some really serious stuff going on. But even in, in America, you know, you go, you look at LA, you look at New York and how, uh, loud and proud, you know, the gay community is there for the most part. Um, and then you look at somewhere like Texas, in the middle of Texas, you know, which is a lot like Russia. I don't know. I, I want to be able to support, and that's kind of off topic, but I want to be able to support our athletes. I want to be able to, I right. want to support 
the fact that uh, AT&T is the first uh, sponsor, you know. And, yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute. I yeah, have yeah, opinions about yeah, that as well. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, yeah what? No, yeah, I mean, it's not like an opinion show. We've got a know, lot of I, opinions. Today. I don't think that <laughs> a lot of hot topics. I think the Olympics. I think yes, those 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 uh, Olympia the people who are participating in the Olympics. I you know I think that other people look at it more as a job, and mm-hmm. they're getting bonuses, they're getting paid. Yes, it's a job, mm-hmm. but it's also an amazing passion. It's something they've worked so hard about. Throughout the entire year, I mean, mm-hmm. there are years of doing everything. I don't agree with where the Olympics community, uh, um, uh, organization is choosing mm-hmm. to do it in Sochi, but I do want to support our, our. But it's like just saying, eh, well, it went there, nothing happened, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be for it, cause, but people are still dying. That's where I don't under, now I get wanting to be positive, but you have to be positive, in my opinion. You have to be positive and understand reality if you worked for your current employer and they you're an out proud gay man but let's say they weren't so supportive and they said you know greg when you're at work i want you you can't have a picture of your partner on your desk i need you to remove any language that is referring to your lifestyle which is another word i have a problem with um lifestyle from there and you know what we're gonna need you to move to the office that we just put up in russia what do you do greg it's your job. Well, my first response is I would never work for a company like that. But then here you so are. So you do take a stand there. Yeah, I would. Exactly. Oh, I, I never said that. I didn't. I, of course, no, yeah, but I, I mean, I where, then it is your, where do you draw the line? Right. I, yeah, exactly. I, I understand that. But I just, um, I don't know. I guess I just want to recognize, I would like to recognize how far America has gone. Mm-hmm. And I see that. And yes. Is that the only way steps. you can recognize it? I never said that. I said I, I no, recognize the reality. Questions. Yeah, I recognize the reality. I recognize what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm a positive person. That's the way I've always been. I try mm-hmm. to stay positive, and I think that I would rather be on the sidelines of supporting sponsors like AT and T, who are such uh, huge advocates about the LGBT community, and also these um, what's the word I'm looking for? Olympics, the actual participants, the, uh, the Olympians. Yeah, Olympians. and who are doing it, and and. Good for them for doing their passion and doing their dream and, and going for it. Uh, yes, right now we're in somewhere where they're not necessarily agreeing with us, but um, I don't know. I think That's it right. kind of comes down, what do you consider that? You know, and it's one thing I have a problem with the IOC when they decided the politics play no consideration in it. Do you and consider something like this politics? Do you consider taking away people's rights like this and murdering people politics? Like we is said on the last show, if this was in Rwanda... What would you do when a Rwanda, the genocide that happened in there? So I would say, now we all know we, the best part about this show is we, we can't agree or it's a boring show. Right. You can't yeah. agree on everything. And that's why Greg is here. He's scared to have the wrong opinion <laughs> so that we can all gain up. No, but I want everybody's opinion heard. And I that's what, right. And that's what's important. But I do have to say, we know, obviously we know that I disagree and, and Greg disagrees with me. But I do have to say, you have to be careful of rose colored glasses. And that's what that sounds like to me. It sounds like I just want to stay positive. I just want to forget and put my fingers on my ears. And that's where my disagreement is there. Um, I just And after seeing that video, it just ripped me to shreds. My, my biggest, like, I understand where Greg's coming from, that he wants to right. support the athletes. Yeah. But I wish the United States would have done something more mm-hmm. than just send some gay People over there as our, t- our yeah. whatever they call them, the people that oversee it. Right. Well, uh, I wish they would have done something more. And there's, and there's a way, if they would have publicly rebuked Russia, if they would have done mm-hmm. any of these numbers of things they could have done, well, the, then maybe I would have taken a softer approach on did it. Did you see the but State Department? The State Department's 
kind of the way they talked about it. They let out a video. Um, it's called We Are Athletes. We did put it on our website last week. Um, and that was their response, which I really think is kind of soft-handed. Um, let me tell you, Russia doesn't have a soft hand with anything. They are heavy-handed in the way they deal with this. And they put, and I love the video. The video's beautiful. It shows, uh, two hockey players walking off. You know, obviously they're, uh, a gay couple. Um, and then it shows people of every color, people of every sexuality, and they say, we are athletes and has a beautiful music and that's great. But is that enough? No. I don't think it well, is. Of course, they put out that video so you can just forget about the people dying. Right. Because America put out a video showing two gay people walking mm-hmm. off in the distance. I just keep thinking a lot of those, I care about all gay people, but a lot of those uh, gay people are kids. They're youth, and they're being beaten and killed, and it's put on video, and it's being supported by the Russian government. And I always go back and think, what if that was my kid? I can't do it. I look at Sergey, who was on here, and he's a young 18-year-old. He's from Russia. And I don't know him, but for the last few months, but I care enough that if he was my kid, that would kill me. That would rip my heart out. And that's where I have to take it to. Now, I agree with you, Greg, when you say you can't, like we talked about, it affects us when we read this stuff or when we watch these videos. You can't stay there. There's no way. You will destroy yourself if you stay in the dark part. But the problem is part of the fight is in the dark part or there'd be nothing to fight. So you almost have to find that balance but it is hard. The darkness can just grab you and suck you down. And I agree. Am I choosing to be naive? I will admit that, yes. Absolutely. Am I choosing to be naive in areas? Absolutely. But that's something that I... And you're right. There is... I need to... I need to be able to dip in. And that's something that, with this show, how much... And with, it's teaching me. Mm-hmm. Being able to have these conversations, being able to research these and be a part of this, it's teaching me so much. Mm-hmm. And it's teaching... In my opinion, I mean, I'm growing older. I'm getting older, too. So old. But my but my, <laughs> my face isn't changing at all. Though. I'm so talk. young. I still look like I'm, like, 10. Lots <laughs> and lots of filler. It's kind of disturbing. <laughs> lots and lots of filler. Maybe not 10. I, I will say, weird. Greg... Uh, I definitely understand. I wasn't able to watch that video that you posted. Yeah. Because I, it it would have put me in a place where I wouldn't have been able to pull myself out of that, yeah, that area. It, it just, so I, I definitely I understand the trying uh, to. I hate seeing that the world is like that. I hate seeing that part. And I know I, I full out admit that that's, you know, I do need to be. I am touched with reality. I, I know what's right, going on out right. there. I choose to stay out. Drew, do you look like you have something to say? I don't know. I feel I feel bad because everybody watches these videos and they go to like a dark place and I watch them and I just nothing. I don't know. I watch movies. It, I don't. You, I don't cry like they affect me, but I'm just not like. When did they surgically remove your heart? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I have tear ducts either. Like it just. He's I, like. I, I watch uh, them and I go, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> and I'm bawling. And I'm not. Me too. And I'm I, in the fetal I, position. <laughs> and then I'm screaming. And my, and my problem is that I just sit there and I stare and I'm like, wasn't that bad? Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, that video I'm, was that bad. I'm like, well, and like, obviously, I think just from my perspective, like, I know that somebody has filmed this and it's fake. And like, you, for, not on that video. No, not on that video, mm-hmm. but like in other videos, like, I'm like, okay, it's been filmed with real intention. Well, yeah, you can't be naive to that either. you got to know where your source is. I, but think, I think mentally I'm just like, <laughs> if it was a real-life situation, jaded? I'd be... Okay, so <laughs> obviously totally the Olympics are everywhere right now. Everywhere. In every TV. I don't watch TV. In the ceremony. I mean, are you guys saying that you haven't seen anything? I no, I, you I have. Really you what, Drew? I've seen a couple things online, but I haven't, like, viewed it. I saw it's the just, story about the opening. It's just, been, it's just yeah. been in my I almost Twitter clicked feed. on something on Huffington Post when I was looking around about the Olympics, and I didn't even want to do that. 
And I decided yeah. that just clicking on that would turn my stomach, so I didn't even do that. Right. I mean, this co- I started a job uh, this week, and I just have to tell you, there was tension in my very tiny office because someone asked the question if we were watching the Olympics. And I don't make a deal of it. Everybody's decision is their own decision. Um, so I just said, no, I'm choosing actually not to, to watch it uh, this year. That ended this started a very interesting conversation then my boss who is choosing not to watch it because of the treatment of animals she's on the board of the humane society and uh so about the stories of the treatment of the dogs over there so she's not watching it for that and then my coworker, who's like well i'm watching and all i said to her was very kindly well that's wonderful and if you you know i'm not going to stop you if you're filling me in but i'm just i'm not watching it that's my choice um i have to say though i wanted to go back really quick your conversation is important. Your opinion is important because although Will and I and Drew, everybody in their own world wants to fig- wants to feel that their opinion is right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your opinion. Your opinion is very personal, which is why your stance is very personal. We learn through dialogue, which we talk a lot about about a lot on this show. And so, even when it feels like there's a lot of passion, it's back and forth, and it's that exchange of ideas where each of us learns something. You know, right, where you right. where you come to the point where I have to say, maybe I don't know everything, or you have a conversation you're like, I do know everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I think I that's mean, great. It's, it's like that all the time with this with this show and this right. conversation. And everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I guess, like, you know, these people, I haven't watched the shows where these people who are being murdered or being killed, mm-hmm. um, you know, the whole law in Russia is to, for the propaganda to advertise towards children. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from what I've done on my studying is... Um, and how are these people? Because you know, there's basically what happens. The law is if you are doing the propaganda, you're being fined fifteen hundred or a prison it. term. Or yeah. mm-hmm. No, no, there's no prison. Yeah, that's false. Yeah, no, it's actually prison true. terms. Yeah. It's I in there. Research that that is then they're doing something illegal. It's, there. it's actually in their articles. We had their articles written. So uh, they go to jail. Like you can go to jail for fifteen DUI, days. You'll go to jail, but not prison. Okay, jail, prison, okay. I think that's semantics, but yeah. Right, but you'll go. Yes, yeah, so you can get fined up to fifteen hundred if you're uh-huh. an organization. I think. It's a lot uh, 30, higher. 30,000, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, yeah, you, you can go, you get like a DUI. If we, right. get, if we get DUI, we'll go to jail, you right. know, for quite some time. But not to prison, um, which there is a difference there. Okay. Um, so what are you saying, right. though? I'm, but I'm wondering how your these point. people are. I mean, you know, obviously these are some strong activists. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I'm wondering what they're doing to This is themselves. what I think. If you put in, first of all, in their constitution, they have equated, um, they've equated the homosexual act as uh, the same as pedophilia. So already you're criminalizing something and saying that if you're a homosexual or a pedophile, you're also telling your public you're encouraging uh, bigotry and hatred, which is how some of these groups feel that they have the right because they're, they're supporting their government and that's right. And we being gay is wrong. So I'm going to go beat them. You know, we have gay bashing in the U S all over the place. Government not taking a stand against something can help to grow a hatred. One thing can help that, to grow that bigotry. I think what you were talking about is, uh, like the people who were being, were affected by this law were the people who were activists that were going out and doing something, and so they were kind of causing it to happen yeah, to them. Right. The, the my, problem is what the the problem is. I read a story. What they're doing is people are taking this law and they're running with it. And what they're doing is they're going to private hookup dates or, or sites where yeah, you find other guys. And yeah, they're, they're tricking those people into coming over, mm-hmm. admitting they're gay, yeah. beating, the, beating them up, 
and then sending them to the cops who arrest them for for being homosexual. And they didn't they weren't doing anything. They weren't advertising it. All they were trying to do was find somebody just to find date. Someone someone is it like the them. cops and the actual Russia part of their association, is that who's killing these people, or is it individuals that are so <laughs> First of all, I have no idea what's going on in the Russian government that way. Right. The Russian government is not... Um, they're an open is, book. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, they're very close. What's the difference? If I guarantee you right now, if I go to... Te- like I might, going back to my whole thing, if I were to go to Texas and go mm. and start making out with... Parker mm-hmm. there. Um, I'm sure I may meet some people who are going to want to do harm to me. Um, and and do you think that it's okay for your government to then arrest you? Well, no, it's, you can't arrest. Well, here, I mean, like, but in Russia, that's what's happening, right? And of course, I don't agree with that. And of course, that's. I mean, but I think that there are. I don't know. I I, I guess my there are laws. There, there's the laws which you're right about the whole mm-hmm. perverted and everything, which is disgusting. Mm-hmm. But I don't think. Versus they're finding and you go to jail for some time, which is extreme, which Russia is doing. But I don't think it's a huge difference if we were to, me and you were to go to Texas the, or someplace, which we're the I, problem, I live down there. The problem is <laughs> right when you when you look in the history books of what happened in the United States. Yeah, a lot of these people, like the Ku Klux Klan, a lot of them were just ordinary people yep. who went out and would attack black people. And the problem happened is that the cops would not go after these people. Exactly. They, j- juries would not convict these people mm-hmm. because they only killed a black person. It didn't, they didn't, it was allowed to happen because the governments that were in place didn't see it as a problem. They and saw it as, the oh, that's, that's absolutely normal. Of course they would want to do that. And so these people were let off and they were let get away with this stuff. And that's, that's where the problem happens is the government is sitting there and saying, Oh, of course they wanted to beat up that gay person, or of course they wanted to murder that. That makes perfect sense. That makes sense. perfect sense. That person was was evil and was demented in the head, and so they look the other way. Well, and, and they allow it, it to happen. Fundamentally, the law is wrong. Right. No, and that's, that's where I come down on yes. it with Russia. Yeah. Is they need? They're not. I don't foresee it happening. But they need to realize your law is against, like we said in the last one, against human beings, and you're allowing this to happen when, as a government, you are charged with taking care of your people, and you are choosing not to take care of your people, and that is fundamentally wrong. It's against the EU doctor, the EU documents that they've all signed. They're just going to go their own way and create, go back in history hundreds of years. I mean, they are just, that's what gets me. And there comes a point, you said the word allow, Will, and that's where it comes down to, do we allow it? There is a way, you can make small stands, big stands, I don't care what it is, but you have to, it is in our allowance that those things continue to happen. I feel like we're just rehashing the show because Greg wasn't yeah. here and we wanted to be part of it. <laughs> I, so that was last I was week screaming show. at the radio. And I was <laughs> right. So that was last week's show, and uh, it's nice of you to join us. Yeah. <laughs> Should but you should go look at the re- the recording of last week's show is up, so please feel yes. free to go to our website. Should and take a song up. break? I think it's a perfect time for some music. I think so. Some levity. Uh, first song, Gun by Churches. This is like one of my maybe not some levity. Favorite <laughs> it's one of my new favorites, like best, probably one of the best albums of 2013. Churches. Easily. Yeah. Sounds like something we should play in Russia. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, <you're right>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All right. All right. Welcome back to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. That was Gun by Churches, and we are outspoken. 
Yes, we are. We're also... Some more than others. (laughs) (laughs) We're also watching our Facebook and our Twitter. Yes, and watching it diligently. We would love comments. Yes. We're just going to... Facebook Turned down us. Jonathan's mic here for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would love, uh, remember we're on facebook.com slash outspokesman or at outspokesman on Twitter. Um, so if you have uh, part of the conversation, you want to say something, you can even email us at outspoken at kyrs.org. I'm watching that as well. And yes, there was a little bit of a bar brawl in the middle. You know, we got heated there. So <laughs> Greg and I decked it out and. That's why you don't hear him. <laughs> yeah, we kicked him out. <laughs> if you don't agree with us, Greg... I'm allowing my imagination <laughs> to go right Time now. Time out. <laughs> it's the only way I can relieve my... <laughs> We're going to get a webcam in here. You should have seen it. Yeah. It was the fight of the century. Lots of slapping. Lots of hair flipping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's crazy. I broke a nail. No. <laughs> All right. Are we All right. Next topic? Next topic. Yeah, I think we should probably yes. move on. I I didn't want to touch on this a ton, but I was super bummed. Last show, during the middle of our show, right. Philip Seymour Hoffman was found dead. So Right. I know. That was sad. Of a uh, heroin overdose. Yes. Still had the needle in his arm. Yeah. Really they found cute. 20 bags of heroin in his apartment. They have arrested some people who they think are the dealers. Um, but he left behind three children. Um, That's the worst horrible. part of Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what their father's legacy is at right. this point. You know, and yeah. I mean, he's not. He's not. I mean, you know, I hope he is. And a lot of, there's a lot of fans out there. But unfortunately, when something like this happens, you know, he won his his Oscar in For 2006. Cody. Yep. Yeah. And, and a Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, the last thing that people will remember is how he died. And well, that one oh, statement yeah. you just said, which yeah. is awful, is. The, you know, whether it's true or not, I that wonder. they found the needle? Yeah, they found the needle. Yeah, it's, you know. Well, what's the saddest part about the story is he was clean for 23 years. And it's something that's come up a lot on CNN lately and all of that, which are addicts who are saying, listen, it's every day of your life. You have got to fight it. Any minute, you can break your sobriety. And uh, what's sad is 23 years and then out of nowhere... He's, you know, he was back. I'm sure there was a road to it. We don't know all those details. But, yeah, it was very sad. And it brought up, there was an interesting little congressional hearing with the uh, um, assistant, um, is it DEA, the Drug Enforcement Agency, um, who made a big stand. Because one of the things that came out of this is on their, the DEA's level of drugs, marijuana and uh, heroin share the same tier. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. And he said, I feel like we're wasting our money going after the pot dealers and the people smoking pot when it should be used for the drugs that are killing people. It should be used for heroin, for cocaine, for all of these things that actually kill you. Because And he and it was amazing because it's the first time someone has actually stood up and said, who's a congressman, and said, last time I checked, you people who drink alcohol sometimes beat their, their partners. People who smoke marijuana do not. So it's time that we look in this country and say, why are we wasting millions upon millions of dollars for marijuana when, look what's just happened, you know, that we are seeing addicts of heroin all the time dying. I, I think that, God, I think a big part of it comes down to is they, uh, put, you know, it kind of goes back to, you know, you got to put a stand somewhere. Uh, and the fact is marijuana is a gateway drug. And I think that See, that's, but that's an opinion that allowing, has a, that's your opinion. I disagree. Um, uh, yeah. Is alcohol I, I, think, a that, I think it's an opinion. That's my opinion. Is yeah. That yeah. I think my opinion is I, I think that is a gateway drug mm-hmm. uh, because it allows people get bored. People will get bored and they'll try oh, to get bored. For I high. don't do drugs. 
Right. Well, okay, you don't do drugs, you don't really drink. And that's because you you fill your creative mind with other things. And other, sure. You know, stuff. But people who don't necessarily... Anyways, uh, and I think that's where you got to put a stance, and that's why they're putting so much time and effort into but stopping you, marijuana because uh, it's a gateway drug. And when if you allow marijuana, then you're going to start allowing other things. And that's the worry. So you are problem. not happy about Washington passing the, the my marijuana is, bill. Um, I, you know what? I, well, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't. I, I think it's. I think it's better than alcohol. Personally, you know, you're right. You I think marijuana? This is <laughs> you know? that's my opinion. I do. I think it's. I mean. You, Okay, well, let me clear that up. So, no, 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 I don't, I don't do drugs or anything like no, that. You don't, you know? No, you no, don't. No. And, and but I think that alcohol kills people because drinking and driving and yeah. choices yeah. that they make. I, you know, mm-hmm. people. I'm sure people have died off marijuana for stupid choices. But if you really? smoke, I think they're street, too slow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you just fall asleep. Driving two miles an hour, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is, I've okay, I've had conversations with cops before, mm-hmm. and. The cops, given what I do, I talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the cops always go, you know what? I deal with so many angry, drunk people every night. And he's like, but let me tell you this once. Have you ever met an angry stoner? Like, <laughs> it's an, it's a valid he goes, point. He goes, he goes, literally, I usually just let him go. Because right. all they're going to do is go find somewhere, find some pizza, and sleep. <laughs> right. right. Like, my, my one issue that I will say that I had with uh, the idea of like a gateway drug is isn't that kind of what they say about gay marriage all the time? It's like a gateway. Yeah, it's, it's going to if you allow gay marriage. Well, of course it's going to be right. I'm uh, going to find eight some goat somewhere very attractive and stuff like that. It's yeah. like no matter what you do, cigarettes can lead to harder stuff. It's very it's, true. It's all about the mindset of the people, it's not smart, necessarily yeah. if you make it illegal. People it's still your, can find it's it. Your Here's nature. my my it's, thing about. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I say it's your nature. If you have an addictive nature, don't touch it. <laughs> like, right? right. And that's like, the thing. Addictive right. personalities is a big deal. But my biggest issue has to be what the congressman brought up, which is why are we using? Now I understand your argument is if it's gateway drug, then using your money to stop marijuana is going to stop the gateway. So I get where you're coming from it, there. Legalizing it is stopping it. Putting the money towards legalizing it, selling it. How in your is stores. that something? Because if it's a gateway and you legalized it, it's available to more people. So therefore, more people will be using a gateway drug, which will then, you know, in the end, they'll be on on cocaine and heroin. I mean, that's what gateway will, is about. Yeah, At it's least legalizing it, it, it takes away some of the glamour of doing it to where it's like, ah, eh, it's a cigarette. You know, right. well, it's and like then, prohibition from so long ago. Maybe if you take the same pack, you know. Cigarette use has been declining for years. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you do the same thing with marijuana. You right, legalize it, you regulate it, and then you do public service announcements and you do things to try to get people to stop using it and try to go after that angle cons- as opposed yeah. to just but illegalizing my it. My concern is with the heroin, to find, is that it. to put them both on the same tier and to, I feel like we should be using those millions of dollars to fight cocaine and heroin Instead, because it's easier to catch the uh, marijuana dealers, we're using it on those and wasting all that money that we should be putting forth so that there are no more senseless deaths. Um, you know, even beyond Philip Seymour Hoffman and, and, you know, may rest in peace, but there are kids who are ODing every day on this. Um, there are normal everyday people who are dying um, because of heroin. I would rather see our money spent on those drugs and because of the, all the harm, then to to waste it on you know people who are doing pot, in my opinion. I honestly think the the biggest thing that we have to deal with 
when it comes to drug users is we have to fundamentally change the blame blame them for all the issues that they had and it comes down to the fact that these people have uh, usually have addictive personalities and they are fighting with themselves and like Jonathan said it's an everyday struggle and we tend to look at them and say oh you weren't good enough to stop you weren't strong enough there must be something you're you're deficient somehow and i really think fundamentally we have to change the way we look at them and we have to acknowledge that celebrate that he was off of it for so long 23 and just give him the sympathy that he needs for he wasn't able to stay off of it for that one day that he gave in and that's 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 really sad but he was able to he was able and he was strong enough to do it for so long right. we should take pride in that and, and celebrate well that not he was able to him. do that and it, instead of looking at them and say oh well how horrible like i can't believe you know that he went back on after yeah you know, it's just i think fundamentally some of the articles i read about it just i really wish i could get people to change how they view it. And I think that it comes down a lot to do with, like, alcoholism. I was fortunate enough, growing up, I worked for a local restaurant, and I hosted an AA meeting and was able to really make friends with a lot of those people and found out and actually know for a fact that alcoholism is a disease. It's a disease. And I think that addiction is a disease. And Right, exactly. And... People don't understand that. People don't understand yeah. that it's a disease, and they think it's you just choose to. Yeah, you're you're not strong enough. You know, you're and meat. it's easier on the outside looking in to have those kinds of you know thoughts mm-hmm. when you don't understand that person or right. the addictive personality itself. So it was sad. Yeah, it was sad. So and he's uh, you know, I myself, uh, I've seen a f- couple of his films, and and not on a regular basis, but I know that he's a amazing actor. He is crazy. He was crazy amazing. And that's another sad part is that, oh my gosh, now, you know, I hate it when older actors die. I'm like, now I can never see them in another movie. Even though he was, of course, more than that. But in our lives, we see him in in film. Mm -hmm. And that's sad because I don't think he was anywhere near done. You know what I mean? He had a a lot to still offer. Definitely not. Ooh, next up. This, this is, is probably my one of my favorites of <laughs> the week. This is hilarious to me. Um, Amazon doc, Amazon.com posts a yearly poll of the 20 most romantic cities in America, and shockingly enough, Spokane was in the top 10. Well, but can we, if you look at <laughs> we, the majority of the list... We have to read the list. Some of, most of these cities, you know, maybe not Orlando and or Seattle, makes you go, two. well, yeah, they're the ones, because... Everybody in those cities are lonely. It's not that it's the most I romantic. I was going to say, like, what, what you had to be to be on the list is, like, it's, buy a lot of romantic movies, like, it was, like personal to, stuff for at home. And I'm like, that just, they, they're sad. They measured <laughs> the sales. They're sad and alone. They measured the sales by units of romantic comedies, albums, and romance books and pulled it together to create a complete list of the biggest purchasers by unit. Yes. And it was These like, are people who don't get this in real life, so we purchase it online, and I say we because I've been here. Um, we purchase yeah. it online because you're lonely, it, so I'm not sure was, this list is what we want to be on. on sexiness so, of the products people bought last year. This <laughs> right? Is, this, I, oh, Jonathan. So, I, you know, I realized that it, we three of them are in Washington. Yeah. Cities. Right. Hey, Jonathan, can I just have you Let's read go. this little note I put on here? Four of them are in Washington. Read, can you read it out loud for me, too, please? Read it to the class, Jonathan. Why can't Jonathan find a husband? <laughs> <laughs> say, I, I would 20. like to say the same thing. Everett, 
Everett, Spokane, Vancouver, and Seattle. Those oh, are it's all sad. It's like, because, first of all, right now it's winter, and that can stop at any time. Second of, <laughs> second of all, the east, or the, yeah, the east, the west side of the state is yes. representing. Yeah. Right. So what you're saying is you hibernate. <laughs> yeah. I think so. From it Haiti. goes with my bear personality. I'm a bear. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, oh, that is so sad and true. And like we said on last week's show, at least one time per show, we remind you that I'm single. <laughs> so it was hey, actually part of like it. our original agreement. John was like, "Okay, we need to make sure this is advertised at least once. <laughs> there, once right. there is more than one single person on the show. There is well, Jonathan is single. No, he's really single. <laughs> I was gonna say one of us is only borderline <laughs> single right yeah, now. Not yeah. true. He's really single. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say if someone would like to help me fix that. But then what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I if now it sounds desperate or. Oh, sweetie. You, many men will tell you I'm not desperate because they hate it. Our Facebook fa- page is going to turn into a dating chat. Line you can yes find Jonathan's dating profile at facebook.com slash I admit I have high standards, so get in line, boys. Ooh, we should be like the panel that interviews all his prospective dates before that. I am not It'll be like that. American ID. Uh, we should American seriously Idol. do a show on that. That would be hilarious. It could be the dating game. The dating game. I love the dating game. <laughs> love it. Ooh. So I thought that was interesting. That, yeah. So it that was thanksamazon.com. I guess it's more like thank you. I think. (laughs) Yes, kind of. Thank you for. You know, we're hopeful, and and I think of Spokane, and I think we're. You know, I don't know. In my in my little anniversaries, you know, this and that. I think about all of our pretty sceneries we have here, and we have beautiful different things in the river, and and I think it's. I think it's romantic. I think it can be. It is gorgeous here. I think the reason they say we are is probably a little skewed. I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying a lot. Hate crime. There's, there's, Spokane, there's just a lot of people in Spokane that love their romantic comedies. That's right. what it is. Yes. Sometimes I do, unless I'm bitter. But this next this next subject, I'm a little nervous of. Oh my gosh. Because it's gonna bring it back. Yes. So we should just mention it and then run. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. what I'm for. Um, AT&T has become the first Olympic sponsor to condemn Russian homophobia. I just want to start out by saying I really support AT&T. <laughs> I'm just going to let I everybody know. I do not support AT&T, but I have to tell you this. Really, you putting out a statement after the HRC made a big call for all of the <laughs> for yeah. all of the organizations who are who are sponsors of Olympics to make a stance. First of all, I question the timing. AT&T said it had nothing to do with it. But secondly, really, are words enough? We talked about how these cities are rewarded with a lot of money, and that, and do we reward a city uh, that's doing these things? And so, AT and T didn't pull their money. Okay, they were just like, mm, you know. I follow a lot of uh, po- politics, and there's always something that political people do. Which is they release bad news on Friday at like 5 yes. p.m. right before yep. the weekend. Always. And like, ATT did this, and it was like on Twitter, but it wasn't really their Twitter. It was like somebody else's Twitter. Yeah, and it was just kind of a short even, little blurb. And I'm I like, I didn't even find it through ATT. I yeah, found it through a blog. <laughs> I'm so, like, okay, so that's basically the equivalent of the 5 p.m. on Friday. I mean, uh-huh. it's better than Coke. Coca-Cola. Yeah, you but need I to mean, say Coca-Cola. I know last week you said that too. It's better than Coca-Cola, so who is drug? really gone. <laughs> gay is a gateway drug. Diet, I'm just saying. Diet Coke is right. a gateway drug. It's it's better than Coca-Cola, but let me just tell you, it's not that difficult right now to be better than Coca-Cola in taking a stance because yeah. they went the opposite so direction. I think that it's interesting the fact that Russia is so with their laws and everything. 
But how much attention is this bringing up, and how much uh, advertisement is this bringing it's, to the children of Russia? It's I mean, right. a lot sure going on. A lot going on, and I think it's interesting. You know, I think it's smart for companies like AT and T and Google. That's to my favorite right now. Jump in there yeah, and say we're here to support when it's just bringing their advertisements Ooh. skyrocketing. You know, right? Well, yeah. It's. I mean, there's a business edge to everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Google like we said it's that almighty green dollar. Yeah. That search bar. Uh, they say in here. There's a little quote that was in that statement that you we're here to support and inspire American athletes, uh, but at the same time they are. Um, we also want to be on record. Uh, with the support of the LGBT community, and it's—I mean, part of—we want to be on record. I you feel know, they like just wanna... secretly, I think Greg runs AT and T because they are definitely <laughs> the same stance. <laughs> so first of all, get your wallet out because <laughs> Papa needs some new shoes. So <laughs> and there's dead silence. And we're we're done. Moving uh, on. <laughs> should we take another song break? Yes. Uh, yeah, and then we need so. to get right in because yeah. second hour is the topic of the yes. show. Um, we're excited. Next, second half hour. Next up, um, Ain't It Fun by Paramore. I say, I love their new album. I say, it's really good. I like awesome. Paramore a lot. I do too. All right. Welcome back to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. And we're going to break into our big topic now of celebrity influence. There's a lot to this topic. There is a lot to this topic, but we're going to try and keep it concise since we have a lot to go over today. Outspoken boys and concise. I, I always get concerned. Okay. <laughs> I we mean, can't even have a meeting the dish, an hour the dish three actually hours later. The dish okay. took an hour today. I, I know. We I probably are I think to get this better is what we do it. to make sure we hit that half an hour mark, is I'll mute all you guys and just tell you everyone my opinion, <laughs> and then we'll move forward. And then we'll move on. I was wondering why you just kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it. this is Drew. This was, we were talking on the last week's show, actually, um, during you had found the Philip Seymour Hoffman thing, and then you had yeah. found Katy Perry as part of this uh, new movement with Madonna, the Art for Freedom, and we had talked about what we have put on our Facebook page all week, which is the celebrity factor. Do we think celebrities have a responsibility to use their platforms to take social stands? That's really where this stems from. Um, is that and do we? I mean, I think we should start with do we? What do you? Uh, let's, absolutely. My attitude yeah. is. Absolutely. Yes, I think absolutely. That, I think that if you're going to be represent something like that, you need to really represent equality in all areas, though. Right. And but I think there needs to be boundaries. Now, I agree. I hate it when a, when a celebrity says they call me a role model and I don't want to be a role model. And I always say, well, it's not really your choice. So, yeah. thank you. You are in the public eye. That's it. But there is a line. You know, William brought everyone, and we put it on the website as well, this article about Queen Latifah and how she has always sidestepped the question of, is she a lesbian? Do we think she has a responsibility I, to come out? I have a problem with this to an extent. Mm-hmm. Okay. My issue is I respect her for the sheer fact of her privacy, but mm-hmm. being in the public eye, like... You can't go and do the Grammys and do that epic performance and just not take a stance. Like, but it's not that she's I not taking a stance. She's always been very verbally supportive of doing us. the Grammys, the taking a stance. That's what I think. Yeah. But well, and she's always been vocal about it, but she refuses to say, yes, I am, or no, I'm not. And, you know, we, we talked about it in our meeting about Neil Patrick Harris. And, you know, he has uh, two kids with his partner, David... David you know? Burka. Thank you. David Burka, uh, a Broadway actor. Um, and the biggest problem for him was I still need a line. I still need my life. 
because it puts so much pressure on that family. So there almost has to be this balance. I almost think it's enough that Queen Latifah take a stance for us, but I don't need to know about her personal life. That is hers. Yeah. And the only way to have your personal life, especially when you're in such scrutiny, is to keep it private. And I respect that completely. We can't expect them. You have to come out. I am thankful when they do. I am so thankful when they take that stance and say, I am gay. But... I don't think we have the right to say you have to come out. And I think that's really the problem that I have with it is that I would want, if you're gay and you're in the closet, I definitely think you should have pro-gay stances because you are one. You should you should know yeah, right. and you should be publicly for it. But when it comes to the actual act of coming out, there's so many things you have to take into account. Look at what some of us had to give up when we came out. Mm-hmm. We had to give up some of the, the relationships that we had. And by telling that person, you have to do this because you're famous, you're telling that person that they might have to give up their parents. They might have to give up something that means a lot to them just because we think that they have to come out. And, and that's, say, the least that's the problem do, that though, I have. Is just don't be against us. You know, and that's, those, that's where I have yeah. a problem, is if you're in the closet and you're anti-gay. That yeah. drives me insane. That is a problem. Say, well, and that's, yeah. Go ahead, Joe. I'm just, I'm not asking her to, like, pull a Robin Roberts and do it live on right, air and do right. a whole story on it. Like, I mean, we would love it. I would say, <laughs> yes, but like Raven Simone, for example, like right. literally easily the smallest just little tweeted one little thing. Yep. That was it. Nobody made a big deal out of it, mm-hmm. and she just goes about her life. Nothing well, else. Jodie said, Foster. Nothing else is said about it. She like, does it. She does a speech. People have been begging her to say whether she's gay for years. She accepts an award and just decides it's been twenty years. I'm just gonna thank my partner and I'm gonna come out on stage and then move on. It was just such a crazy non-issue. I guess I just love her, Queen Latifah, so much that I'm just like, just say something. Right. But then you have people in. In the media, like Perez Hilton, if you can call what he does in media, um, who believe in outing, and I do not believe in outing. It is not my decision whether you, it's time for you to come out or not. It's not. I may hope someone does, but it's not my business. I absolutely agree with that. I he's, think that he's obnoxious to me. Mm-hmm. He's and better than he was. Thing. Despicable. I say he has improved he's vastly. He's trying to change his image, yeah. He has to. Yeah, because you can't, I think, now that's a problem, but I mean, that's, What's crazy about being a celebrity is it's not just about the gay celebrities or about the celebrities coming out for us. I mean, it's about taking a stance on Russia, which is what started this with uh, Madonna and um, Vice joining together to do the art for freedom. And if you get a chance, I would suggest everybody checking out their website, which is artforfreedom.com. It is Amazing. And their whole thing, they say, join the revolution. Vice and Madonna have partnered to create Art for Freedom, a global initiative encouraging creative expression that brings awareness to human rights violations. What a beautiful thing. So it, it, what it does is I got to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to Jonathan. It brought a tear to my eye to watch it because it was so impacting. Um, they go, they, they, what, what it is basically, basically is... She put together a, um, a, re- a revolution, and she put together this film, and then she broadcasts over the um, the major what am I looking for buildings, um, skyscraper, whatever the major yeah. buildings on the city in these four cities, mm-hmm. and people come around and they watch it and everything, and um, you get to see the different points of views from these four people as individuals from these four cities, and it was just, uh, and then I actually got to watch the actual film itself. And it's really impacting. I think art is the one art from anymore. We live in this society that we're bombarded by the negative, by the news. We get numb. It's really easy to become numb. And art is like the last 
the last thing we have, the last tool where you are able to sneak into someone's heart before they remember that they're supposed to block your message out because they have a preconceived prejudice against that. But art has a way of touching your soul before you before you realize. You touching your soul before it's too late. My mother, I the very first play I ever directed was a little short play called Because I Wanted to Say, and it had to do with a woman dealing with the death of her best friend who was a gay man. Um, my parents went. I didn't tell them what it was about or they wouldn't have shown. But I remember my mother leaving the theater and she was crying. And I knew then the power of art was that before my mom realized it, she saw a real story through this art form, and it touched her heart before she realized she's not supposed to let this touch her. She wouldn't talk to me about it. She left the theater. But that told me there's power. There's power in art. So I was I'm not a huge... I'm, I'm going to say it, I'm not a huge Madonna fan. I know, I hate and I, I'm not, I think. You know, I'm, I'm not either. Yeah, I have my opinions about her. But this room. Ugh, let's go. Good. But what she's... But you're right, though. Um, I'm able, through the presentation and the art of it... I am able to put that those feelings aside and right. see the message behind it and how beautiful it is. Right, and there's a way that you can respect someone and not like their work. I mean, right. you can say, oh, my goodness, this person is doing these things that are beautiful and I can stand behind that. It doesn't mean you have to be like, I love everything she's ever done. You know, it's <laughs> it's true. But I mean, and I think it's the difference also between some people who can't separate it. Who can't say, no, I just hate her, so I'm not going to like anything. This is a beautiful thing that goes beyond her being Madonna. Right. It reaches a global thing, which is why, what a great answer to all those people who attacked her for being part of the Grammys during the national, you know, having all those couples get married, right. saying she never did anything. Guess what? She's been, we said it again. If you look at her track record of 30 years and you're not even looking at her music, she has always uh, supported us, always gone above and beyond creating organizations, supporting organizations. And this is naturally makes sense with Madonna's what she's always been an activist with. So, I mean, like her or don't like her, this is consistent with what she's done, and it is a beautiful thing she's doing to help. Now, honestly, I think that's part of uh, part of the issue that we have in, as a community, as a gay community, is, you know, we want these people to take a stance for us, and we want, you know, they have to use their their influence and their, their celebrity, yeah. their platform to take a stance. And that's great, but at the same time, it's like we can't decide what's enough. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Queen Latifah did something amazing, but she didn't come out. Ooh, we right. have and missed this is what I have to say. We get it. We are on the show. It's a show called Outspoken. Obviously, we're not afraid to share our opinions. And not everybody is built like that. I get it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. I've been doing this for 20 years, and I've been loud and obnoxious the whole way. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I can <laughs> we're not talking to that. the rest of you. <laughs> um, this it's not about that, but here you go. This is the difference. If that's not you, I understand it. But if you can't be one of the ones speaking out, support the ones that put their name out there who do. That is our responsibility. You don't have to be on the front lines, but you should support the ones that are. Because if you can't speak, support the ones who are giving other people the, the voice to say what they need to say. Because they can't say it either. That's why I've always said, if I'm this loud, I believe it's my responsibility that I do something with the voice that is there. Because call it God, call it the universe, call it whatever, this was given to me, so I think I do have a responsibility, you know, for everyone who this isn't theirs. Yeah, and that's what comes, I think it, you know, I think having these, um, these actors and actresses as role models, I think that, 
Uh, I, I think that they should be out there, so being able to right, say what we're not able to say and mm-hmm. this and that, but also promoting equality, promoting, mm-hmm. promoting love. And that's what this film is about. It's about loving thy neighbor as you love yourself. Why mm-hmm. are you laughing at me, Drew? I'm just laughing. Why? <laughs> you, you don't want to know. Just in your general direction. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't want to know. <laughs> is this, do I need to flip my hair? No. <laughs> huh? Is this a hair flip moment? I no. don't know. No, no I, just, I just saw something. And I, he, yeah, it has nothing like, to do with our conversation. It, it does, but <laughs> it's distracted. I don't, I don't want to talk about that one person. I mention her way too much. Beyonce. No. No. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Starts with an M. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, okay, so moving on. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Is that to do with the conversation? I just want to say... She might be crazy, but she also has put her stance out there on yeah. everything. And I think that's important. I mean, there's another thing. That is looking at Miley Cyrus and saying, maybe some of us in this room have strong opinions okay. I'm against just, her. I'm just saying, she's probably going to be the next she's curator it, for Art for Freedom. Hey, that's my guess. I say, if you throw your voice behind it, she has a lot of people with her to do it. But here's the thing. It's a fine line. So where do we, like you said last week, Will, what, we expect perfection from our allies. Um, you know, we talked about it in the Grammy thing. Where is this line? There can't be perfection. And where is this line Justin where we Bieber. expect them? Yeah, that's yeah. the line. That's, <laughs> that is that's a big line. There's a big so line. This, is, this is my question to the group. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. We never do do that. you want to continue? No. no. I was just <laughs> going to say, where is the line when we expect them to stand up, but where they still are allowed to have their lives? You know, I don't think, given you're a celebrity, so there's a price you pay. But don't you think... There's a, I mean, look what we do to people like Britney Spears, where we, yeah, we almost destroy them and we help feed that addiction. So you have to find that line. What is, I mean, things like Madonna, she, this is very uh, organized, very businesslike. It helps her keep her two lives separate. And I think that's amazing. Um, When we're yelling at the ones that maybe aren't very good at the boundaries and wanting more and more of their life, that's the problem. Uh, That's, you know, a lot of that, me and Parker had a conversation between Lady Gaga. And Mm -hmm. I love Lady Gaga. I think she's amazing. She's always been um, a very strong advocate within the gay community from day one. But uh, we, as her fans, have such a high expectation for her that we are constantly waiting for her to come up with fail, come up Mm -hmm. with something extraordinary every single time. And it's just like, it's never almost good enough. What happens when she proves to be a human being? That's the danger. It creates these artists to lose it. Yeah. And it's our, it's, and I think the I don't know Gaga, of course. I mean, I wish I did. I know her pretty well. You, so. Right? So I like to think that she seems a lot more grounded because it really comes down to them as a person. Are you strong enough? Right. Are you going to be able to do this? Um, but I mean, I think every celebrity gets to the point where they have to ask themselves, do I make a stand? And I posted this. What I found very interesting is Clay Aiken um, has decided he to run for Congress in North Carolina. And I, you know, right away you're thinking, really? Clay, really? Because <laughs> you're like, are they just trying to keep milk another 15 minutes? But if you watch his campaign video that he released, and then he did a bunch of interviews on CNN that were very interesting, he sat, he said he sat down, and his video was very personal, very not necessarily what you would do if you're in politics to get that personal, but very personal. And he said, I had to sit there and go, do I sit and complain to my partner every day, or do I do something? He goes, and for me... 
I needed to do something instead of doing it. I have to say, that's a question I think if you're in the celebrity, you have to ask yourself. He chose to do that, and I support that. Now, I don't live in North Carolina. I can't vote for, for Clay Aiken, but he doesn't seem like he's doing it because he just wants more camera time. He believes in what he's doing. So his, if you get a chance, the video's on our website. It's very interesting to watch. He tells his very personal story in the beginning, and then he talks about why he thinks the current Congress congressional person from that district is doing it wrong. You know, um, um, way back in the 2004 elections when it was uh, Bush versus Kerry, I said something to Jonathan, and I, I said, one thing that always irritated me is if you're a gay person and you're complaining about the direction of the country and you didn't vote, I never want to hear you complain again. Right, because you, you have didn't no even right to sit there and complain about an it. issue that you're not trying to correct. Yeah. So I, I applaud him. I think, you know, regardless of my personal feeling towards him as a singer, right. like I applaud that he's trying to do something and he's trying to take a stand. We say and, it a lot on the show. We're very action driven. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we believe a lot in dialogue. I think dialogue is very important because it. It starts a conversation which gets the wheels moving, but you can do anything. And instead of sitting back and saying, ah, there's nothing I can do, so I'm not even going to vote. I mean, we talked about writing your congressman. We talked about um, writing uh, the president himself. Even if you don't think it'll do anything, you're doing something. You know what I mean? Or you're having that conversation. Or And I do think, are we expecting that from celebrities, but we don't expect it from ourselves? There's the question. Are you going to do anything? Do we do anything with the platform that we have? It might not be as big as their platform. Right. But what do we do? What do we do to help push gay rights? We or to start push... the conversation. That's what we do here. <laughs> well, obviously, in Outspoken, we do a lot. What do you so think? There's, there's more? There's yeah. something I wanted to ask everybody. Uh-oh. Okay, we agree that celebrities should use their influence and should use the platform that they're given. But what happens to the celebrities that use that platform that don't believe in gay rights? The opposite, because we're saying, okay, if you're a celebrity, you need to use your platform to do some to push what we believe in. Are we only happy if it's our opinion? Yeah. How do you respond and how do you react when they use the platform for the opposite? Because we can't sit here and say if you're for us, oh, you definitely have to use your platform. But if you're against us, oh, you should go in the closet and shut up. (laughs) Right. You know. So what's the proper way that we respond? Okay, I think that. Um, I think they fail. I think they fail in a sense if they're not if they're not promoting equality, if they're not promoting for this country to grow, they fail because people are growing, people are progressing every single day, and if they're not progressing mm-hmm. with us, they will go down. Right. I but I do think I have to say I do think. I mean I don't like when Kirk Cameron comes out and starts talking what he talks, but how lucky we are in the U.S. That everybody has a right to speak. It doesn't mean you're going to be able to change the Constitution, and I will fight you to the end if you are trying to make me a second-class citizen. But I'm not saying you don't have the right to say your piece. That's why we live in this country. And it's like it's like why we have Greg here. You know, he gives his opinion, and it's wrong, but we allow him to have that opinion. And what right. we do is we counteract that opinion by My telling him, by telling... become a reality right now. <laughs> but we tell him... Jumping you across know, that table. I'm about to take we... off my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what that has to do with anything, but okay. Yeah, he can jump fast. Oh, you're going to throw the shoes. Okay. Plus, they're nice shoes. <laughs> you do not hurt shoes. Yeah. No, but, like, what we do, and I think this is how, fundamentally, we are reacting incorrectly when somebody does something that we don't like, like Kirk Cameron, 
we go out there and we say, how dare you? You should never say that. Right. Instead, what we need to do is we need to respond with the arguments of why with the he's dialogue. wrong. We have to respond with the reasons that wipe his argument away. I was approached by a person who we had a conversation about last week's show, and he said what impressed him the most, and he's a heterosexual guy in town, um, what he appreciated was that we not only said we disagree with Russia, we put forth well thought out and researched arguments and said this is why. He said, I appreciated that. And that's exactly right. He ha- Kirk Cameron has a right to say what he thinks. He also can listen to why I think he's wrong. You know, we Fair do enough. that to poor Greg all the time. I do that to my, <laughs> yeah, I do that to my partner all the time. If he wants to tell me what he thinks wrong with me, he's going to sit there and listen to me tell him what's wrong with him. I would like to reiterate something I said last week, Gregory. This is what you get from missing a week. <laughs> We come after you. We only tease because we love Gwagi. That's true. I feel bad for you. I missed one week and I've been fine. Oh, wait, but we, I think it was, what, the second show that we all ganged up on Drew and then we heard from people saying, it's kind of like you guys were like after him and we're like, oh. Yeah, but I also, <laughs> Oh, that came through. <laughs> but the minute that I saw you guys, what did I do? I told so, you my opinion. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, I could have pulled myself back. Wait, the minute you saw us, you called me an hour after the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's get real. We did not. There was no holding back. And he Yeah, he that telephone ring during the, during the conversation, I'm pretty sure that was it. That was <laughs> no, but I agree with you. It's because it's a conversation. We get to talk about it. Not everybody's going to win in that debate, as we're seeing as we go across the states in the U.S. Uh, for gay rights. Um, but Kirk Cameron can speak. And I say him just because he had a lot to say recently. He has a new book coming out. There are other people. Natalie Grant was the Christian singer who walked out of the Grammys. You know, anybody who opposes maybe the way I like to see the world, um, they have a right to their opinion. Yeah. But I also have a right to answer. Right. There you and go. and you know what? If we were all to agree on the same thing, how lame would that this be? This show would be so boring. Yeah. I mean, so I'm talking boring. in general. I mean, you always no, have yeah. to have someone who's going to have an opposite opinion. It's the only way the you grow. in the dark. You the know? Dips, yes. Yes. Like a little toe in the, yeah. Yeah. And, and, but it keeps it interesting. It keeps yeah. it, How know. do you become wise? How do you make pearls unless there's some little bit of sand that's irritating you? You know what I mean? There has to be, the only way for us to grow is to delve into the uncomfortable spots. Get out of our comfort zone and say, okay. I mean, every week we do it here. And then I'm like exhausted for seven days. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, but it's, it's amazing to have that platform. And like I said, remember, we are at 225 likes on Facebook. Sure are. The minute we reach 500, so tell your friends, um, we'll start scheduling a monthly meetup. We'll have, you can come meet us. We can, we're going to have a topic. We're going to talk about that topic. We're going to have a guest that's going to do it. And it's going to be getting in the community and talking to you about what you want to talk about. But we need 500 people out there who like us so that when we do a meetup, it's just not us and a guy that wandered in because he wanted coffee. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we don't want to have to trap people. That'd be fun and, for me, but and, right, exactly. I would love to get a just picture with someone. me. In my face. <laughs> right? You can see. Now, try to do it anyways and forget that you have to meet Greg. <laughs> I'm just going to take selfies with everybody. Yes, exactly. Drew will be the selfie king. Okay. Before you meet us, you have to fill out a questionnaire saying whether Greg is wrong or not. And if you answer correctly, then you get to meet us. Right. <laughs> I mean, let's just say if you start out like Sammy did on her letter and say how wonderful I am, then you just come right in. That's yeah, like, yeah I let her know, by the way. <laughs> Sammy, I yes, love you. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> oh, great. Here Sammy's in big trouble right now <laughs> because I grew up with Sammy. And to say that what she, she said, said your name. 
saying. <laughs> uh, to say that I, I'm sidetracked now, but I should be her favorite. Okay. <laughs> right. Would you say that you keep us in track? I keep track? you in line. In check. I do want to say, and on to be fair to everyone, I have been told many times that I keep us off track. So <laughs> there's, there's so, a balance. There you are. She just recognized my heart. That's what trouble. it was. I love, we, it. I love it. Speaking of which, we're going to talk song? about her in the in a minute. So yeah. Do you mm-hmm. want to do one more song and then we'll yeah jump into that topic? Yeah. Let's take another song break. Uh, next artist. It's Bridges by Broods. I discovered this EP this week and it's really really good. I like it. Uh, Here we go. Listen. All right, you're listening to KYS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. That was Bridges by Broods, and we're back to Outspoken. Yay. Yazers. We're going to do a fun segment we kind of started talking about, right? Yes. One of our first segments. Now, in the future, we'll even have a little intro, musical intro for our segments. Uh, But this is Ask Outspoken. We told you all you can always send us an email at outspoken at kyrs.org and ask our advice or tell us, ask, say that we need to comment on something, anything you want. We would love to hear from you. Give fan mail. Give fan mail. To me. Or you can do both. Well, have you gotten one fan mail yet? I will send myself fan mail. <laughs> um, all he keeps, you know, his go-to is that your husband <laughs> did tell him That's... that he loved Will. <laughs> he, he's and he loves that. <laughs> because that. I'm sitting right next to him. And he yes. said that to you. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yes, he's sitting, his husband sitting next to his husband, Greg, and me. Me. And he says this, and, and Greg's offended, and so am I. <laughs> I'm just so glad I wasn't there for that. So funny. Okay, so we want to start with this Ask Us Welcome. We had a wonderful letter from a young lady who listens from Seattle. Uh, she did give me permission to say her name. Her name is Sammy Collier. And this is what she's asking for our advice on. So here's the letter. I'm a single mom, and dating is always difficult. I am bisexual. As Greg has stated in the past, I make a bad lesbian. I recently had a relationship for a few months with a woman, and it didn't work out, essentially only because I'm a mother and she wasn't ready to step into a family situation. I was ready. We hit a wall. And eventually, I ended the relationship. So I just started dating a man, and I'm confused and torn for completely different reasons. As with my last relationship, I was completely honest and upfront, and he has been nothing but patient and understanding. However, now I feel like I'm the one who's not ready to have a new person enter my family and make that leap. I keep thinking that if I was single, I would be interested in pursuing a meaningful relationship with this man. But in my current situation, I don't feel comfortable with it. Is it unwarranted that I feel dating a woman and getting to that next step would be perhaps not easier? but less stressful on my daughter. With the limited time that I have to myself, dating is manageable, but the next step has to unfortunately be shared time with my child, i.e. dinner at our house, things like that. Or basically, my, my significant other would only see me every two weeks. I realize that this is a loaded question, and there are challenges regardless of who I date, but I'm interested as to why I had no qualms with moving forward in a relationship with a woman and am very reluctant to do so with a man. I should also preface that I am and was very attracted to both, physically and emotionally, to both the man and the woman. So she wants to know, is do we think that there's she's having an issue because it's a guy? I think this is, I mean, she said this is a loaded question. And she it is a loaded question. There are 8 million angles you can take to this. So anybody want to go first? Delver, well, I honestly 
I think she has to give herself a little bit of, of credence. She did just get out of a, a thing where she had put a lot into it. And she, and she was really ready to wanted, be serious. Yeah, and maybe it's she's kind of gun shy. You know, she's trigger shy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to give it all away again or, or go full force into something. So maybe it's not about the, the sexual uh, or the gender of the person. But maybe the, it's about, yeah, but just about the fact that she's kind of... Because she admits she's attracted to both. Right. Physically and emotionally to both, but she's more comfortable moving forward with the woman than she's maybe her feelings were deeper for the woman well and you know i I hesitate to really put a lot of opinion into this yet because i really want to kind of think about things beforehand Mm -hmm. but um i think it also comes down with uh uh, experiences too Mm -hmm. you know she was um married at one time you know and now she's, you know, different things, different experiences with it. Do you think her experiences with men might be, I mean, the experiences with women might have been more positive right. in her history than, yeah, I think there's I a lot of the her, way your But I'm your wondering if works. that's something right. within the direction. Well, I think any letter we're going to get, we're going to have to infer certain things. Yeah. Um, because we're not going to know a lot of a lot of yeah. you who, and there, who write in. But There could be another aspect of it, too. Society-wise, if you bring a man is the child going to react differently and right. think, gee, now my family's the way society tells me it should be, this is what it as opposed like. to if maybe you bring in a woman, there's there's maybe a little more leeway there. Mm-hmm. Like maybe society and maybe she subconsciously feels that bringing a man in is a more real and permanent thing than if she was to bring in a woman. It could be. my From like a child's perspective, like having a mom and a dad and then having them separate and bringing a woman in and then bringing a man in, like, I I don't know what that does to a kid. Like, does the kid, like... Get confused? Yeah. But I see, I, I think mean, kids are way more... They're more intuitive. Well, and they're go, way more go with the flow yeah. than adults are when we become a lot more... They're, you know, you would call it psychologically, they call it plasticity. But, I think we have less plasticity as we're older but there than are we do those, as a child. There are those kids that are not. Like, there are some kids that are very... Like unreceptive to right. anybody. But it sounds new like yeah. if she's being raised by this woman who sounds like she's just a very open yeah. woman. So I'm thinking her environment probably has been very open. I think you have to judge each one on its own merits. You can't, if you're in this like she is, you can't sit there and pick apart. Is this because he's a woman? Is this because this guy's a, a guy? You have to do it. Do you care about this guy? Do you love this guy? Do you? You have to go off of that, and it's something we all do. We take our history with us. You have to really yeah. divorce it from the marriage. You have to divorce it from every guy I've ever dated, and it has to be standalone. What is this relationship? And I think I think you also kind of have to get rid of the thing that society puts into your head about what guys are and how hard it would be for a guy to to want to step up and you mm-hmm. know take the family on and take mm-hmm. jump in that role you kind of have to separate that in your head and you have to really like you said you have to look at it as a per person basis yeah you have to try to get rid of all your baggage in the past all uh the preconceived notions you have about men and women mm-hmm. and just really look on it as can you see this person in your life in the future can you see you building this and taking this to that level really just with this person right and right. in the end if it doesn't and you don't it's not about oh he was a man and you know it didn't work like i just right. don't want that because right. he's a man it's really about oh i just don't see myself take going there with that person and it I wasn't going to work out. as a bisexual now i can't i 
never been a bisexual. It's not, it's, it's, I've always been a gay man. So I can't really speak to it, but I've got to think there's got to be some level of fluidity on what, you know, they call the Kinsey scale of you don't really label things. You know, you're, you fall in love with who you fall in love with. Love is love. Yeah, that love is love and it doesn't matter to you. So that's got in some way, you know, she, she infers in, in this and subsequent emails when we were trying to get permission to use her name, um, that she wanted, she wondered if there was a deal. Was she, was she really a lesbian? And I don't think you can break it down to that. I don't think you can get to that level. No, you know? and I, I really no. don't think. If it ends up not working, I don't think she can take it to that point and say, oh, well, that must mean I'm right. this, I'm not that. just means that that person wasn't the right, right. person. Or is right. this something saying to her, there are other things going on here that I'm not ready for? You know, something in her brain is pointing out, listen, you were ready with her. Maybe you're not ready with him and maybe it has nothing to do with him or maybe it has to do with issues you're not talking about. But a lot of times our brains have a lot to say to us that's on a subconscious level. And maybe it's more that that's why you have to to look at it on a case by case basis, you know, and you never when your child is involved, you don't have to. You don't have to jump at any decision. No. You don't have to get married. You don't have to move in. You can take it as slow or as fast as you want because your relationships are your choice. Yeah. And I think it's about communication, too, as well, and communicating with that child. You know, letting them know what's going on and Mm -hmm. your feelings. I mean, if if you – I know Sammy very well from from high school and growing up, and she's very – she communicates very well. About yeah. who she is, what she stands for. She's been that way since the day I met her. Oh, she's, she's well spoken. Yeah, that she's the email is very well written. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's, very. She's the girl that in high school was skip class, and I was telling Jonathan this, and was set up a picnic in front of the school <laughs> while she's skipping class. That's ballsy right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, she's always been that way since the day I met her, and, and show up and all punk or doing whatever, wear whatever she wants to wear, <laughs> you know. And, and I mean, I I, you have to give her credit that. I mean, she's probably overthinking it because she has a daughter. She has a child. So I love that she doesn't take decisions lightly. But also, don't torture yourself. Give yourself permission to not make a big commitment until you know you're ready. You don't have to. If this sounds, she says this guy is very supportive and understanding. Well, if he's that supportive and understanding, he's going to be okay with it if you talk to him and say, this is what I'm, I'm not ready to make this step yet, but I'm not saying... Because I really have feelings for you. You know, you can, but I think we, we push ourselves and we forget mm-hmm. to have some grace and to allow ourselves some forgiveness and some, some wiggle room. Take and I time. think you have the right to do that. And it's okay. Don't let society pressure you. Don't let, you know, you just don't let roll the situation with, roll pressure you exactly. or anything. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, just take your time and allow it to happen naturally. Because if you right. try to force it and you go too fast, Right. You know, you could, in the end, regret it. So just exactly. allow it to happen the way it's supposed to happen and take it slow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And if someone can't, whoever you are out there, if someone can't support that and they can't stick around, well, then it wasn't time. They're not worth because it. Because it's not going to work for them, and it's not going to work for you. It's no hard feelings on either end. It's just that, you know what, this isn't just going to work. Unfortunately, no. it's just not going to happen. And, yeah, it's easier said than done when your emotions are involved, but it's just the truth, you know. You know, you got to do what's right for you, and if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But just I stay true that, to you. I definitely want to thank her, though. That was a very, very good letter. Very thoughtful. Thank you for being our very first Ask Alex. I know. I know. Yes. You got so us exciting. all to talk about, you know, what we think we, we should do. She also inspired a whole show. Because so, next week, we're going to talk about it. You know, uh, Sammy 
wrote a few letters back and forth as as we were trying to get permission to use her name or if she didn't want us to use her name and all that stuff. And she brought up some interesting things. You know, we have all talked about we are all gay men. Um, and notoriously, <laughs> <laughs> notoriously in the gay society, there has been a disconnect, even though bisexuality is part of the LGBT part of our, our, what's supposed to be our culture, our society, there are mixed feelings about bisexuals. Uh, you'll have some gay men saying, I would never date a bisexual. You have some men saying it's just a stepping stone. Um, and some women saying that as, as well. And, I think it's a reflection of our internalized prejudice that we can still have, even if we're a minority group, we can still go, Mm -hmm. and especially because that's not the path we walk, so we don't understand it. So she brought up some very interesting things to start looking at. And as gay men, do we feel less threatened by a bisexual woman than we do by a bisexual man? And then we're going to talk next week about the difference between what biromanticism is and what bisexuality is. Um, because apparently it's two different things. And let me tell you, I didn't know that until I talked yep. to Sammy. But these are the things we want to talk about. We want to talk about is there prejudice inside of us. And it's important for each of us to be honest and judge us or don't judge us. But that's how we talk about it. And that's how we figure it out. And we talk it through. Because I'll tell you, my life from when I was 20 all the way till now, um, my views on bisexuality have changed immensely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree mm-hmm. with that. And even within the last few um I think as you get older, I don't know, for me, I've, I've become more educated and I've kind mm-hmm. of um, allowed myself to. A big change for me was when Washington State allowed equality and allowed me right. and partner to be married and everything. Mm-hmm. And kind of from that point on, but they grow and you learn from it. And uh, I'm excited for that show because. I know. It's next week. Can we have a lot of different that? opinions about it. but We do. And we're going to have try to get some guests on and it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good conversation that the gay community, I think, needs to have. Yes, there's. it's really amazing, especially, you know, when I look inside myself, I can definitely tell that I still have some of those. And there's, you know, there's going to be future shows on a couple different topics that when I look inside myself, I can tell that I don't, my views aren't fully flushed out mm-hmm. and I don't have a lot of information about them. And it's something that I just, I don't, I don't know. A lot of the people that are in these communities, one of them is is uh, people that are bisexual, mm-hmm. and the other one is uh, transgendered people. Mm-hmm. And they've been in the news lately a lot too. Yeah, people who are part of the transgender, um, some of the alliances out there, and everything because of some media insensitivity. And it, it made me realize while I was researching some of this stuff and some of our hot topics that I really, I just don't know a lot about them. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of my views and a lot of the things that I see in myself that I'm not necessarily proud of, of the way that I haven't really grown on it, is simply because I've never had somebody to sit there and talk about it with. I've never been able to sit there and get somebody's opinion that's actually gone through it. Right. And that's a big deal for us who have a lot of opinions about things that affect us as gay men on this show. Well, let's get some some subject matter and some people on who are part of things that we we are not in every day so that we can grow as well as we do. So anyways, we're very excited Next week's show, KYRS at 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock to 1, we will be talking about bisexuality in the in the gay community and any prejudices that are still out there and where the bridge is and how far do we think we need to, to keep going? How far away are we from being connected to uh, our brothers and sisters that identify as bisexual? Um, but we do have one more song. 
that we should do, and then we should come back and then end the show and then get you guys ready for the next awesome show on KYRS. Yeah. What do you so, think? Drew, what is the next song? It's Let Go For Tonight by Foxes, another UK artist. Woo-hoo. We, we love, love the her. UK. Here we go. All right, welcome back to KYRS, Medical Lake, Spokane, 881 and 92.3 FM. Back to Outspoken for the last few minutes. Right, and we just did that great Ask Outspoken segment, which means all of you should be writing, because we gave such great advice. Please. <laughs> Y'all should Please be writing write in to outspoken at kyrs.org. It comes or down Facebook. to, we are allowed, we, are, we, we have this opportunity where we get to be on the radio and hear, you know, people listen to us and such, and so... You know, we're pretty much celebrities. Oh, right, so right. Pretty much, is, it's hard to walk down the street. We are your voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And if you want us to be a more accurate version of your voice, you probably need to talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> it can be anonymous. Like, yeah. please, oh, yeah. we had anonymous, We've had anonymous letters to us And I before. promise we will only mostly judge you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we... I guarantee you uh, 90% of them are judging us. So, <laughs> it's okay. We love you. You love us. This is how it goes. Yes, we're very excited about Ask Outspoken. Uh, yeah. It's been a segment that we've been wanting to do for a while. So I'm super excited about it. We were really surprised with how many we were thinking about other segments we could do mm-hmm. and how many really fun ideas we had, too. We have right? some really uh, just games that we're going to be doing and different yes. fun things. And it's Basically, we're brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, get ready. But the games, say, I'm really excited, excited about the, the game. There was a really funny <laughs> moment when we... I just have to call oh, this out real side. quick. There was a funny moment. <laughs> You're on that side. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Greg is uh, pain. One, two, three. I oh, I, I'm sorry. What? Hi. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> I love that. Uh, There's a, a moment where we were all meeting up the other day where um, Will had an opinion about something. And then that was Jonathan, the most awesome thing. And then Jonathan repeated it. And we all go, that's a really good point, Jonathan. It <laughs> <laughs> was just like, <gasps> that's what I just said. <laughs> And Greg goes, ignoring that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to repeat his great thing because I didn't think people heard him, but it did come across like, this is my idea. Yeah. Jonathan's like, I was going to add you in the notes on the side. <laughs> in very small print. No, but this is very exciting for us. Like we, you know, we talked a lot about a lot of things today. It got very passionate. Um, and I love that. So like I said, I love that so many people engaged with me on Facebook um, had conversations with me. Some of you didn't agree with me, so that didn't go well for you. And then, <laughs> and then some of you did agree, and some of you just wanted to speak, and that was exciting. So you know, if you see any of us on Facebook or you're on our Facebook page, facebook.com/outspokesman, talk to us. We'll talk to you back. We'll be very, uh, you know, forthcoming and very um, opinionated. Uh, it's like I had shared an opinion on our Facebook page, and I made sure to say that, that was from me because I have a lot of respect for these gentlemen in this room. I know we don't always agree, and I never want you to think that I speak for all of us, even though I talk a lot. So each of us a is willing lot. to give you our <laughs> our points of view, and I think that's exciting. So remember next week's show is on bisexuality. Yes. It's going to be a very, very interesting topic. I'm definitely, I've learn. been looking forward to doing I'm, this topic for a while. I'm going to have to do some research. I'm looking forward to that, Jonathan. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's exactly. interesting. I'm right. really looking forward to hearing your point of view. <laughs> I really am excited because I think we're going to learn a lot. So please, I'm please tune in. So. 
I think Drew's over there taking some selfies. No, I'm just <laughs> texting. So, oh, he's just texting. Yeah. That's all I'm doing Sorry. on the show. I was bored. I was multitasking. <laughs> so remember, please join us next week from 11 to 1 um, on KRS as we discuss bisexuality. Yeah. And if you want to be part of the conversation, send us a note. Do it during the show. You can send us a tweet. You can send us a, a note on Facebook, a comment. Anyway, you want to be part of this conversation, you are welcome to have your voice heard here without spoken. So. Yes. All right, that's the show. Until next right. week, we should have a sign off. We'll start working on that. We, we're going to have to figure something out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Thank you for right. listening to Outspoken. Stay tuned for Crossroads coming up next.